Hey, everybody, it's John, and thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks our way so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way, and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right, hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we're stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey Augie Carton, I'm John Hall. How you feeling? Really, really good. Yeah, because you feel you've trapped me with your fucking no. sixteen and a half no, percent Avery no. beer. No, Th- you're, so you're this like, whole I've show, got them right where I want them. This whole show is going to be out of context because we recorded <laughs> next because. Uh, <laughs> Dude, so what we was doing, you see? <laughs> We're just beating our livers with a belt. Uh, <laughs> A fancy needlepoint belt. The old man was angry that day and came down the bar steps. Um, uh, Next week's show has already been recorded, and now we're recording this week's show. So we're time traveling in an an excellent way. Why don't I introduce our accomplice du to catch everybody up who has already listened next week. Um, (laughs) And if you have, good on you. So we, we have one of those... John has a visiting writer friend in from another continent episodes. Yeah. This is Lucy Korn, who's from South Africa. I will let you take over there and tell everybody who you are and what you do. So I originally am a writer, but I don't actually do as much writing now as I probably should do. I'm the editor of Untap Magazine in South Africa, which is... um, I would like to say it's the uh, the biggest selling uh, beer magazine in Africa because it's the, it's the only beer magazine <laughs> in Africa. Two sweetest words Wait. in the English language. So would you, would you, would you say untapped on this continent? Un, no, no, untapped. This is untapped. 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 Oh, untapped. Yeah. We're having a we're having there's an a, accent there's barrier. An, <laughs> no same a, same language, issues. different pronunciation. <laughs> All right, so untapped. On space tap. On space tap. Exactly. Which um, is South Africa's preeminent. Beer Absolutely, one hundred percent. You said it perfectly. Yes, um, without peer. <laughs> 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 um, and I write a blog as the brewmistress, and I also am the um, organizer of the African Beer Cup, which is the biggest uh, beer competition in Africa. In on the continent of Africa? On the entire continent. There are there are many many of them as you can Fuck imagine. <laughs> well, I mean, are there as I many mean, as there are magazines? There no, there's actually one more than there are oh, magazines. Okay. <laughs> and you crush them. Well, you just put your heel on their well, cigarette butt. Well, only South Africa, and ours covers the whole continent. So oh, yeah, got it. So that's the South African Beer Cup versus. I don't want to give them any unnecessary so press because they're not the here. The South African National Beer Trophy and ours is the African Beer Cup. That's, see, that's a mouthful. That, that that's right. why that, that's why keep theirs isn't all that big. You, you, I was going to say you get what she's doing yeah. there, right? Yeah. Thank God it wasn't the EBC. Um, but anyway, um, is it easier for you if I just ask you to tell me everything I need to know about Africa, knowing that as an American I know nothing about African beer? Everything about Africa. Or is it better I ask you questions and then I get upset that I'm confused by your answer? What's the best way for us to handle this discussion? I, I mean, like the, everything about Africa. That's 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 going to be African funny. beer. I did oh, African I did put beer. the in beer sorry, on there. African yeah, beer. Um, in a nutshell. Um, the vast majority of countries are, um, you know, it's it's lager, lager everywhere. Um, but that's a- the world. ABI is now, well, and Heineken and Castel, which is a French company, they're all across Africa. What What is the ABI brand that is um, most so, prevalent? So actually, ABI bought out SAB, which is South African breweries. Right. Uh, 2016. But wait, isn't SAB Miller here? Yes. But Same thing? Yes, South African Brewers. Not anymore. It was the parent company, and then it was Sab Miller. That's the Sab. Yes, and it was Miller Coors here, and now it's Molson Coors because Molson and now does that car Sab back out, or they just so so SAB Miller as a company doesn't exist anymore. Right, it's all AB. But um, 
in South Africa, everybody still calls it SAB. It's like actually because the company started in like 1895 and it's homegrown, super successful company. So people in South Africa are really proud of SAB okay. when they were bought out by ABI. Like no one sort of, not no one, but your average beer drinker doesn't really acknowledge that. And yeah. they're still, they're very proud that South African breweries is this, this huge entity. I mean, there was sadness when InBev bought AB by a lot of drinkers because it no, was... None uh, of the bud drinkers. Well, they all still believe. They, Thank God for marketing branches. It's the Thank big lie. This all comes yeah. from Newark. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> but um, they, I think what they wanted to do was kind of take Africa by storm with Budweiser, and it has not... Like Bud Heavy? Like, yeah. Yeah, like regular... Sorry, that's... Yeah, but uh, we call regular <laughs> Budweiser Bud <laughs> okay, Heavy yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't happened. It hasn't, it hasn't worked. Weird. Weird that I- iconic American branding... Does not take in off in a country that's so proud of their like local homegrown brewery. I don't know why I'm doing yeah. air quotes yeah. on podcast, but they um. hear them. They hear <laughs> the thieves are very astute. They know what I'm. They know Seven what we're air quoting. Yeah. Um, well, well, well hold on, hold on. Yeah. So, so y- you touched on something that I thought was weird. There was a point where I was traveling in Canada, and I walked into some bar with called a dozen taps. And I'm going to forget the words I said, which was what makes me a terrible storyteller. <laughs> but I'd be like, what beers do you have? And they said, we have the curling, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they just thought I would know that meant they have these eight brands of beer from this one beer producer as their eight taps. You yeah. know what I mean? So is that kind of the Sab situation? Like in Africa, like so, so before you, this, was it just here's your eight sad beers? No, it's just st- like still now. So if you go into your average bar or restaurant and you ask what beers they have, they say, and I've heard it so many times, we have all of the beers. And like, all the oh, beers? that's that's interesting. <laughs> um, which ones specifically? And so typically there's maybe six, yeah. and they're all pale lagers. And and funnily enough, you mentioned calling. So black label. So in Canada mm-hmm. and in the UK they call it calling, but in South Africa they call it black label. Okay. Same beer, calling yep. black label. Uh, biggest selling beer in South Africa, or was, or was until recently. I think maybe the um, Castle Light, which is one of our also another sad beers. brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's like so it sounds to me like it's most like um, Carlton in Australia, where everything you think is a unique brand over here is Carlton beer over there. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. I mean, pretty much everything in if you like the the vast majority of places you walk in, you've got four, five, six beers. They're all SAB. Heineken is big in South Africa as well. Yeah. Heineken does a good job of being big everywhere. And, uh, and across Africa in particular, like in certain African countries, they've got a huge yeah. footprint. Yeah. But they became the second biggest brewery in the world when SAB was bought by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, they were in the So right now, right now they're showing up like they clearly bought a whole bunch of product placement on this dumb Showtime show I watch called Billions. Okay. But they're carefully working Heineken labels into every fun moment in this last season of this show. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? People still fall for this. But, <laughs> but it that happens. Was o- you know but what that I mean? was always, they were always really know, good at branding like that in those things. But like they still the do. It, just, it was the, just funny to see such clear. Yeah. The beer drinkers like beer with Amstrad Light. In show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. But then in terms of like craft beer. So yeah. in, South, in South Africa, at least. Um, around 90% of all beer sold is SAB. About 9% is Heineken. And, and well, 1%. maybe 9.5% is Heineken. Wow. And the rest is our 150 or so uh, microbreweries. In the entire country. Now, I'm going to do that country. terrible American thing where <coughs> the geographic footprint of South Africa is comparable to what state or combination Ooh, of I, states. I, see, I'm going to do that. Right, but I, I, lo- I, love to do no that. I love to do that when we're in Europe and somebody in France is like, no, that's all the way from England. I was like, but size-wise, yeah, that's um, like Montana. So, so I want to say bigger than Texas. Okay, good. <laughs> because 150 seems small by that comparison. You uh, know what yeah, I mean? I that mean, doesn't seem like a lot at all. But that's what I need. Like, how big is it it's and small. how many is 150? Uh, uh, sorry, the, yeah. the craft beer is small. The country, right. uh, I really don't know in terms of, of num- like you know, um, comparing it to certain states. I don't know. Um it's a sizable country. You could fit the UK into South Africa, I okay. don't know, 15 times. Okay, so yeah, there you go. So 150 thing. is nothing. So that's yeah, one, yeah, per no, no, ta- fine, one per every fine. 20 towns. So according to... No, it's you're going to give me miles and that's not going to help. I South, need a comparison nope, for like... I, no, here we like go. New Jersey, New Jersey fits into the southern half of England and we have 150. Yeah, right. this is from SouthAfricaInfo.com. 
slash land. Dot org. And it says, it's bigger than every country in Europe apart from Russia and every state in the USA except for Alaska. Okay, It's there you a go. dry country with no natural lakes, so the water area, dams, rivers, is only 4,600 square kilometers. And, and that's that's fine. Th- that's, that's what I need to understand. It's 150 divided by almost yeah. Alaska. So it's almost Alaska. And then <laughs> elsewhere in Africa, I mean, like in Kenya, which is also a sizable country, I think there's three microbreweries, maybe four. Now, what are they making? Because when, when America was at that level, like what you're describing is America in the 70s and 80s, Absolutely. right? Yeah. So when we were there, we had guys trying to improve beer on well-trodden paths, like I'm going to make a better bass. Everybody knows bass. And now we're at this point, we're like, well, fuck everything they did before. Let's go fuck around. Are those 150 all making pale lagers and English pails? Is anybody really carving out a space? No, it's actually been, I think because, um, so in many ways, like I say, it's sort of like the late 80s, early 90s in South Africa in terms Mm -hmm. of craft beer. Well, in other ways as well, but in terms of craft beer. (laughs) So many ways. (laughs) In so many ways. It's the 1950s in some ways. Everybody's wearing checkered vans. But not everybody, generally people started with like a pale lager. Okay. Because I think first they've got to convince people like, oh, no, I tasted a homebrew and, and it was gross. And, you, you know, and they're like, no, no, this isn't homebrew. This is craft beer. And you, you've got to convince people first that you could make a good right. beer because people didn't trust anything. People are very brand loyal in South Africa and they wouldn't trust anything that wasn't their usual black label or whatever. Um, but because like our our um, industry has moved really quickly just because we're trying to keep up with trends in other countries. Um, so now, yeah, ev- Virtually everyone has either a pale lager or a blonde ale or something to kind of lure in those people who are usually drinking the mass-produced lagers. Um, but there's all sorts of everything going on. Like, you know, not as many hazy IPAs as here, <laughs> but people do make Not as IPAs. many hazy IPAs as in this bar. <laughs> yes, there's, 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 a lot. there's a lot. <laughs> people doing like, I don't know, beetroot pale ales. Oh, fun. So that's, that's like still what I think. Uh, about sours and, you know, pretty much everything that's going on elsewhere and people are trying to... Um, and, in, cool. and in some cases, it's amazing. And in some cases, it should probably be retired. Yeah. So, all right, going back to, right, well, let's do the glass. Yeah, let's do the, the glass. Yeah. All yeah. right, so what brings us together on Silas Beer is a candid conversation of beer. What it is, not what we thought it would be. What it's doing, not what we hoped it would do. And how it tastes, not how hard it was to get. To facilitate that, John and I drink blind out of black glasses. Lucy brought these and poured them for us, so neither of us knows what we're drinking. And we're drinking in our on-the-road Miami version tumblers, so I literally can't even see color. Nope. What you got, John? I feel like this is a pale ale, but not a pale ale that we would get here in the U.S. Like, it is... It, 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 it's somebody who is a little bit more restrained on hops for whatever. Yeah, it's like an old Sierra. Yes, but without... Without tasting w- tired. Yes. Um, gotcha. But there is this vague lemon blossom, lemon curd <gasps> thing call. like on the very, very really back end of it that I'm really... Uh, that, that I'm digging off of that that helps me not miss the hops in a bigger way like that that there's not a bigger hop presence there it's like okay that has let this note shine through where a beer that might have been more generously dosed would have just run all over that so i like your lemon lemon curd because it sorts out a weird sweetness at the end for me Mm -hmm. like i was landing on a sweetness that i couldn't place and didn't know why it was there and was thinking maybe yeah because like i said it doesn't tastes tired or dead but it tastes like it needed a couple more hops around 10 minutes if you will yeah um and there's a little bit of minerality to this and just yeah nice yeah and i like the beer but the minute you said lemon curd i'm like that's exactly what it is and in that context the sweetness is now gone and just a flavor of lemon curd yeah which is a fine flavor to get out of it so i'm gonna take another sip and then i'll write my sentence this this for me the sentence is this would be a beer that I might have on a Tuesday afternoon with lunch at home, like make a sandwich, have this on the counter, and then... What sandwich? I feel like it wants liverwurst and onions. I... Like, I feel like it would clean that up so nicely. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I might just go I like with, the, with the typical, you know, What's turkey, typical coleslaw. Really? turkey coleslaw, rye. You strike me yeah. as a, a tuna on no, whole week. No, no, no. 
It's uh, turkey and sweat. You're the worst. Um, <laughs> that fucking mustache. Um, this mustache is so good. Uh, and then you just take a nap afterwards. This is this is yeah, a, this is a hammock a nap. nap. This we're, is a hammock in, nap. If yeah. we haven't mentioned, we're in the curtain tasting room, surrounded by couches. I want to take a nap on right now. Yeah. Um, uh, you've had this beer before. I have. Okay. Augie's gonna write a sentence, and then I want to just ask you well, if this beer is. Yeah. I I like it. I like so. Every now and then I talk about that peroxide thing, like clean finish. Like everything just washes away and there's almost like a little scrubby bubble on your tongue. And that's the part I like best. And what's funny is that's the part I was losing in a sweet touch that, that your lemon curd thing just makes it fine. Cause now yeah. it's like, now it's like zesty. Yeah. Um, what, what is this beer doing? Are, are, are we in the neighborhood? Like you're drinking this along with us. Like, is it, I did mean, it hold up on the flight? When you said lemon blossom and stuff, I, I kind of think he nailed it. Oh, um, cool. okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm just really interested to hear. All right. Well, can you tell? Like, well, wait. So yeah. it was supposed to be my sentence, but oh, I, I, I will end it with. Sentence. I will end it with. I feel like this needs to be in the fridge. When nothing else is working, as a, as like a cleanup to set right you know what I mean? like i think i want to drink this and that's not working and i think i want to drink this and that's not working and it's a hot summer day and yeah maybe i got it wrong i feel like a six pack of this tucked away i'd be like let's drink one of those and then figure out what we're drinking Where we're going next. next yeah you know what i mean yeah because i really like that kind of almost like grapefruit sorbet wash it's doing on my nice. tongue can okay I, can i reveal? yeah yeah, yeah reveal time. what do you Please. got it's called brew now hop later Brunel, Brunel Hoplater. Yeah, so it's a hazy pale ale from... Is it um, hazy? Can we see it? Uh, it's from uh, Afro-Caribbean Brewing Company in Cape Town. Well, yeah, it's got, it's got some lemony haze on it. So um, they I mean, brewed this first it's time... It's more pale. I, I know, it looks like <laughs> boat. That's almost the shade of boat, I know. Traveled across the ocean, yeah, man. Seriously, you know, why? You, you don't gotta. Uh, <laughs> I love. Augie is pouring beers off of the tap to prove that his no, beer no, is hazy. No, no, just in, in a show of American might. No, 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 no. Just to give her Fuck you. Yeah. But this is. <laughs> I was just like. It's it's South African hazy. Yeah, so I got they, it. they first brewed it. Um, it was early this year for South African National Beer Day, which is in February. Um, Get closer to the mic, he's telling you. So they, they brewed it for South African National Beer Day the first time. But since they've, so originally they brewed it with American hops. But they've actually, and this, this brewery is known for IPAs. Okay. Um, but they, they've been experimenting, and they always use American hops. But they've been experimenting. So this is all South African hops in this beer that you're tasting, which is why I wanted to. They got them back from Miller. <laughs> so, so they're pretty readily available in but South But do you Africa. know that drama? Oh, this is how John and I first met. Yes. Like, yeah, um, Lucy wrote about this years ago. Because I still have some of those in the, the first iteration of, uh, of, 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 of All About. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, this is. I think this is where we first connected. Right? Was over that story with. Um, uh, maybe we'd I'd written something for All About Beer before. Yeah. But there was that story about um, ABI taking all the hops and everything. But yeah. it's never it's never been an issue in South Africa. Okay. Um, the this is just a completely like invented U.S. problem. No, kind we, of, we, we, yeah. it's not like everybody was using for that. It's not an invented no, US problem. Right. We couldn't get them. I have some yeah, because I used to buy them. But did and a lot I was of told people I couldn't want buy them? more. Well, I'm telling you, I was using them okay. and was told I couldn't buy more. So, so the thing is, a lot of the breweries in South Africa don't use them because despite all the hype and everything, uh, quite frankly, they're, they're not as good. They're <laughs> as lemony as, as far as I can tell. So, so in this, <laughs> they, um, they use the, um, what it, the enzyme. Uh, keep looking at the thing beta gluco oh, glucose the, 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 the biotransformation yeah. enzyme to bring out the fruitiness in the hops because they tend to be kind of a little spicy and a little muted okay so the, it was an experiment this this batch was an experiment and they used the enzyme i think it um, worked well Thanks yeah and i don't know i think it worked pretty well it's it's definitely better than the batch um so they did a batch just with south african hops without the enzyme and it, it definitely worked Okay. Better than that. So, when you said uh, lemon yeah. blossom, I think that's something that that enzyme kind of brings. Kind of gives out. I, I, I it, it, it's very subtle, and I think that it had it been, like I said, more generously hopped, that would have been rolled over. But it, 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 it shows really well. But when, when I drink the glucose-reducing enzymatic beers and all those, I always end up with that. Um, and I think Evans talked about it with us on the show. But it's 
Evan that Watson. sweetness I was trying to pinpoint often tastes to me like homebrew, mm-hmm. you know, maltose syrup rather than malts. Yeah. And that's an enzymatic thing. And, and like I said, John's lemon curd note tidied that up for me. But but that may be, you know, that may be the solution to it all is dress that resulting sweetness with something really citrusy. Well, Lucy pours beer, too. Mm-hmm. And before you get into your next question, I'm going to read a text message out of context. Fantastic. Here's your cut point, Cass. Nope. <laughs> this is just a text message that I got that all will be understood next week. Okay. Knuckle Dragger is my milk stout that is brewed in various iterations. That's it, though. I fucking loathe lactose IPAs and lactose sours. Did you ask permission to read that on the air? No. You should. So just so you know, the answer is yes, lactose has been in that brewery. Yes. And when you're listening to last week's episode next week, that'll all come (laughs) clear. I love this thing. Out of context. We're just jumping around time We're just giving special context. We've all been watching multiverse episodes of Marvel, (laughs) so this is nothing to us. (laughs) Before we move on, I I have to say this, that the guy who owns Afro-Caribbean, Greg, um, he's a bit of a fanboy of yours, John. So I I, I need to tell you this. He's like... There is one. I told you there would be. For many years... He, I don't think he's going to thank me for using the, the word fanboy. <laughs> I mean, I'm deeply uncomfortable that you use the word. <laughs> well, that's but, yeah. awesome. It's okay I'm if you fan, just say fan. It's okay if you just say fan. doesn't have to be a fanboy with all those connotations. it's much more fun this way because I'm yeah. are, these, are these the phone calls with just the heavy breathing? Is that John's uh, blushing it seems like and it's not the you Avery would do. this time. So he's, uh, I think, for, so for years, he and he still does, um, subscribes to uh, Craft Beer and Brewing. And I, I know it's... You, you, yeah, I'm not there anymore. I know, but... Formerly. He's like, I think, the only subscriber, because I just read his okay. when he's finished reading it, you That's know, and yeah. then, he, then he passes it on to me and listens to your podcast and everything, so it's very excited. I do have some, some more of his beers for you to try later. I'm excited to do um, it. But well, yeah, hi, Greg. Thanks. <laughs> That's, uh, and I like your economical use of, uh, of paper magazines. That's so really the, the last, only way to do it. The last thing I wanted to say was 350 <laughs> mil can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um which I was unaware exists, but it's so if you're... Is that unusual? Because that's the norm in South Africa. So norm here is 12 ounce. Hold on. I don't know what that means. (laughs) 500 mils, I guess. Oh. 12 ounce. So much less than 500 mils. Microphones. Microphones. We are on the goddamn radio. (laughs) So 12 ounce, much less than 500 mil. 500 mils right around a pint, which is is it is fun doing this at the brewery because you have (laughs) endless props. You're like carrot top, but with just props. I'm like carrot mustache. My hair's all gray. I used to be like carrot top. Now I'm carrot. I'd love to see you grow it out and just go full on gray. Yeah, but still full on curly. You think he's still a natural redhead? Come on, he's got some colorists. He's not a natural anything. He's like oh, a roid head. And is, yeah. John, have you smelled yet? Yeah. I'm not all the way in there yet. No, it I'm, smells like a beer. Yeah, no, I'm excited by this one. Ooh. Yeah, this has a... I smell like wine barrel. Little, little Venice. A little little, I'm yeah. excited to hear what you guys say about it. Mm. Yeah, there's some vinegar going on here. There's a little oh. bit of... Yeah, this Ooh. is... This a lot is, of eggshells. This, this is kind a of... A lot of eggshells. Um, you know what it tastes like? It what? tastes like Paz egg coloring... Die. Well, that's that's the vinegar and the eggshell. Yeah, that's the <laughs> like white when vinegar. When you drink it after, yeah. were you not that guy? I used to. <laughs> I was told of that guy. Um, after I would die eggs, I would drink the vinegar die. Um, that yeah, that's that's how you do the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Explains a lot. Drink the vinegar. So, of the 150 breweries in the country, do they by and large get along? Is there camaraderie? Is it everybody's trying to? I mean, if you're half a percent of the overall industry and sounds like you were being generous with that number is it just trying to claw each other's eyes out or is there no, this whole for, thought of for the rising most tide part, there's 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 camaraderie amongst the breweries um every so there's like little factions i'm doing air quotes again mm-hmm. um no we got it um but yeah for the most part i think people understand that that they, they kind of need to stand together um there's, there's awesome stuff like, you know, someone's in the middle of a brew day and they go, shit, I don't have yeast. And, and they call the guy down the road or, or I'm, I'm missing like 15 kgs of malt and they call the guy around the corner and he'll come and bring or my mill's not working and can I come and mill my grain at your place or whatever. Is there, of the 150, 
is there a concentration because Cape Town. okay yeah so probably with so Cape Town it, the province that Cape Town's in is the Western Cape and probably 50 of the breweries okay. are in the Western Cape does that track the population like is most of the population in Cape Town no no the okay. the biggest city is Johannesburg okay but Cape Town is the kind of it, it it's um it's the foodie place so like a lot of the the biggest restaurants are there and of course we've got the wineries so about an hour outside cape town is the cape winelands um which is a it's a big (laughs) i just said the right thing i didn't do it this time Uh, (laughs) i didn't do it right thing for him wrong thing for me (laughs) and i i'll I'll surrender it that's fine no i'll let it slide no um, you want to know all Cape about Town's kind of like the artsy, um, maybe a bit more open-minded. Johannesburg's like the economic heart. I think Johannesburg's probably New York and Cape Town is is LA, if I had to make a comparison. Ha- knowing enough. nothing so, about So this. having just got home from Norway, it's like um, it's like Oslo and Trondheim. Oslo is a real city where everybody does everything. Trondheim is the up-and-coming city with boutique hotels yeah. and, and the, the collection the, the, of restaurants. The operative word in Cape Town is town. I mean, it is a yeah. city, speci- gotcha. like yeah. you know, theoretically, but it's like a big town. Okay. Yeah. So there's camaraderie there. Yeah, mostly, but still, there's actually there's probably more com- competitiveness in Cape Town than elsewhere because that's where the majority of the breweries are, yeah. and and some of the bigger, more popular breweries. So there's, so there's like friendliness, and then behind the scenes is a bit of, you know. Yeah. fight kind of <laughs> shit going on um, but generally yeah i mean it's, it's a fairly it's 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 a, a wonderful industry to be in in south africa so, so i want to go back in the episode to a question i wanted to ask but i made way for john because i'm a gentleman write it down um <laughs> i guess so so you were talking about how they all kind of make messages. a pale lager because they have to and i think i think that's kind of there's a conceit in american brewing that that somehow became a fight, I think, between like Sam Adams and Budweiser in like the '80s. But, but it's not easy to make pale lager, except it's easy to make pale lager. You know what I mean? If you just keep everything clean and know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you can make it. It's not a hard fucking beer to make. Um, and I think there was a point in American craft brewing where enough of the people looking for attention as craft brewers we're not making good pale lagers, but we're making them to try to fight with Bud and making them dirty. And somehow it became, well, you can tell a good brewery by their pale lager because that's impossible to make. And, you know, we make a bunch of them sometimes just to say, go fuck yourself. It's not that hard. (laughs) Everybody should do it for their hometown. It's just not a big profit beer. And it's kind of this older American craft consumer generation that's like well you can tell they know what they're doing because their lager doesn't taste like shit and i'm wondering going back to that kind of tracking as late 80s because that's when i remember Mm -hmm. those conversations are they at least benefiting from technology sops and so on to are these 150 places making good pale lager that is something to be proud of or some is it a small <laughs> so yeah, so same thing. So that's the problem is like you can make a lot more mistakes with a hazy IPA than you can a you know what I mean? Like diacetyl isn't out of place in half the hazy IPAs. Yeah, and I, it I mean bucks up a lager. The the problem is I think that convincing a lot of drinkers in South Africa to try a hazy IPA or even just looking at it and they're like there's something wrong with this beer. Or it smells so South like fruit. Africans hate it fun. smells weird. Hmm? South Africans hate fun. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> like god damn it this beer Finally is definitely gonna make me this, have yeah. fun take that beer away i want to be angry <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's just um you know the so so we're about maybe a little, slightly less than one percent uh, of the beer sales but it's just in terms of consumers it's just so small you know and most people are happy drinking their their castle lager which is a right. sort of national beer if you will our so I, I wonder, so one of the things I think Sam Adams did for us all was triple Bach and contextualizing beer in terms of something we all knew, which was port, which went with beer without being, oh, it's just a different beer. Tri- triple you know Bach was one of their original barrel-aged. It, okay. Do you know it? No, I don't. It's one of their original barrel-aged. Uh, these days, it, so 94. It was sold in these out. preposterous little 250 mil blue bottles as a corked. Yeah, you know, pour it tastes a like soy sauce now, it. Uh, but it was the precursor to Utopias. But but, okay. but I guess what I'm saying mm. is, 
the beer stores had this thing from this place and instead of being like drink this instead of bud they'd be like oh it's a very cool beer concoction drink it after your buds and that chipped away at that armor yeah. of there's only one mm. kind of beer you know what i mean like is I mean, anybody doing anything like like is this one of yours because this is clearly somebody trying to go deep into so, beer so culture. there are a lot of breweries doing uh, you don't have please there. don't give away the beer but you know yeah. what I mean? this is a guy trying to do something shit. i mean there, there are there or are a brewer. breweries yeah. doing really um i think innovative stuff i mean there's a lot of breweries using traditional south african ingredients as well using sorghum or millet for example in the in their beers um or like um Things like rooibos, I think, is known as red bush in yeah. So we use it in tea a lot. Rooibos tea is a big thing mm. around here. Personally, I don't think it has any place in beer. I've never had a beer yet, but I mean, people have tried it. It kind of died out actually. People started trying because it's like it's so South African. It grows in this tiny little uh, portion of the country. We must use it in beer. Uh, maybe we must. Maybe that wasn't yeah, it's I mean, not a. Yeah. I like rooibos. But the guy who like figures it out, together. the person, yeah. the person, the brewer who figures it out, will be the one who's like, ha ha. Yeah, I know, some of them haven't figured it out though. But I, I, lo- it out I love there. nothing better than when there's a, a puzzle you want to unlock, and right. then somebody unlocks and you're like, "Of course." Well, it's like that first brewer that decided hops were a right. good idea, and now, well, you know, that was now we have hazy. Back in the day, John, they used to just dump their lawn clippings into beer. <laughs> I know some breweries that just still do that these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how hazy started. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk but about I, I this I think beer. we're oh, finding yeah. our way in South Africa as well, because for a long time it was like copying, I think, German beer styles initially when right. sort of craft beer started in South Africa. It was, you know, every, everybody had like a Heller's or a version of and a Weiss beer, definitely. Was that because of the hops being grown and who was coming down to oversee I hop think production? it was just this idea that... Um, German, you know, beer, Germany, that link. And and then everybody had a Fair. stout, so like Irish stout. Um, English beers, English, uh, British style beers don't do well in South Africa. Weird. Everybody they barely has do this, well in England. Um, yeah. You know, flat and warm <laughs> yeah. thing, yeah. you know, idea of, of, of um, British I mean, the man beers. literally has a cask in front of mm. you, but that's it. I know, and I'm actually wondering if that's hooked up it's to anything. Yeah. I've been looking at that. To, it's we, hooked, we it's have, hooked up to a pin of Don't Panic. We have literally ESP. two breweries in the entire country that have any kind of cask and only one of them has a hand pulled uh, yep. you know that's us <laughs> we insist <laughs> if there's if there's welcome to, to carton explored, i don't like <laughs> making <laughs> money but yeah we <laughs> if there's a way to make money we're going to do the exact opposite you must move to south africa and open a brewery because then you'll <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be so on brand for you right now to just open up the first <laughs> carton satellite in Johannesburg. In Johannesburg. Yeah. Like, like no, that's too big. Yeah. You Not to Cape Town. Not Cape no, Town. You, you got to do much <laughs> smaller. Kimberly. It's just like town in the middle of nowhere. I just want to make beers in Kimberly. Um, so it's it's the beginning of our weekend. So I'm not going to let you taste this till I taste it because this may be the yeah, we this, haven't cleaned yet. Yeah. <laughs> but it might have been fresh tap for today. Meh. Meh. Um, all right. Can we talk about beer okay. too? I, I'm, so I'm really I feel like so I've been doing a whole bunch of things and I've been like, oh, it's a good version of that kind of beer. It's a bad version of that kind of mm-hmm. beer. I think I'm tasting something I don't think I've actually tasted in Lambics in like eight years. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's cherry pits. I'm not tasting cherry on the beer. But yeah. I'm trying to put together that cherry pit flavor. I remember. You could have a tiny sip of this. All right. Just for fun. I, That's an ESB with bergamot. Um. Yeah. What what do you got? So, yes on the lambic, um, verging on at times because of that vinegar thing, like a Flanders red, but it doesn't have doesn't have any it doesn't body. have the balsamic and it yeah. doesn't have the body to it. Okay. But there is that vinegarness to it that lambics don't always have in on this level. Your cherry thing is cherry where pit. I that's, that's fine. Cinnamony weird cherry pit. Thing. That's where I started, and then it has evolved for <laughs> me. To blue raspberry Jolly Rancher. I've never had a blue raspberry Jolly Rancher, so I cannot. Well, help first you. of all, Me my neither. friend. First of all, my friend, you just you you're, you're just not living. Um, 
fortunately, you, I think Amazon. Have you ever can, seen me yeah. eat Jolly Ranchers? It really upsets people. I make people really uncomfortable when I eat Jolly Ranchers. You, you just, just automatically start. Ch- you just like, start I chewing them. Them. I them. I just chew them apart and swallow. Because the minute you lick them, they become too hard to break, and I don't want to wait three hours till it's small. Yeah, so we'll just, go to a quick check and get you some blue yeah. Jolly Ranchers I before. I, I will not eat a blue one. I, I won't eat anything blue and raspberry, and I won't eat any green apple. Green has to be lime, and raspberry has to be red. Skittles are back that way now. Thank you. You're welcome. I think I said that on this show you five did. years ago. The world fucking changed when green meant apple instead of lime. Anyway, fuck everybody that green. Yeah, apple. Granny Smith. Fuck you, <laughs> Granny Smith. Take that Smith. big apple. My granny's name was Granny Smith. Oh, goodness. Oh. What was her last name? Granny Smith Jones? <laughs> but anyway, um... <laughs> but that's, right, where, so it has that's that, where I've landed. So um, it has that just a little bit of sweetness, and then there is... It's a note that I haven't gotten in a while. Cherry pit. Uh, it, sure, but cherry pit also in some cases. But it's like that tannin thing. It could just be wood, right? It could just be whatever it was aged in. Um, so I don't know what I. So I like what I like about it is I imagine. All right, so I'll write the sentence. I imagine this acid- would be fun yeah. because the acidity is so driving and so up front. It'd be fun in a big taste, and to be like try this, and it would be an outlier. Mm-hmm. If our mission was to drink this for the rest of today, I think I'd turn tail and run. On a third, yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's, it's so acidic that I don't think I could stick with it all day. So the acidity that is coming through, what I was going to say, and this is, this is really, I, I know not taken as the compliment, but like this has a little bit of that baby vomit thing. Yeah, uh, butyric. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. Um, but that never bothers me. I like that because I'm a cheese guy, yeah. right? So if you're gonna go, so funk, it has that funky. But if you're gonna go funk, it, I'm yes, fine it with that into funk. That. It can't be the dominant, but I'm always okay with it in the mix. Um, that would mean there was a pedio ferment and oxygen got in there. I think if I'm if I'm remembering my tracking of barrels right, it's something about oxygen in the case of active pedio leads to butyric. Unless I'm wrong, and then I'm wrong. You I'm know not me. kidding. I, I know. I know this. Obviously, I hope spent time in wood, but like, there's just not a lot of that well, character I have that, that comes through. Thing and I'm that right I'm calling it. cherry pits, but could just be wood. Anyway. I, I don't. Uh, I so don't hate it. Going I, back I, to your one. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. No. Um, and like I said, in a big tasting, it would probably hold a special place for me. If we, how big is the bottle? It's a. Probably, it's, I'm it's sure it's tw- mill, it's, but around here it's a 12 ounce bottle. It's a 375. It's like it's a, a. It's like yeah. a sanctification bottle. Yeah. Um, or a little smaller. Well, but I would. Um, I'd pour this out into four glasses yeah i'd be like this will freshen us up and have fun and it'll, you know it'll yeah. be fun and i think it would be i think it, it's be cool in that situation it's got some yeah and i wouldn't sit down with a six packs and be like john we're drinking sours today <laughs> Fair and enough. we'll be dead tomorrow Write your sentence uh yeah this is yeah i'll agree with your sentence this is this is <sighs> this is odd. now i want stinky cheese now I want some funky cheese. We're very close to my house, but I think uh, you have a child to pick I up. Yeah. I would completely agree with you there. So, so you've had this. Is it doing what you hoped it would do on the show? I'm I, I've just talking to the mic. Quite fascinated by what you were saying. Um, when you said, I think you said something that now I've. I've had a lot of beers. That's kind of my trick. Yep, that's my, it. My short-term memories. If gone. it helps, I don't remember either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we'd have to say whatever yeah. it was. But you said like, oh, first I thought it was a version of this, then I thought it was a version of this. And you said, John, you said something um, that it, it it tasted unfamiliar or there was something about it that you weren't sure about. Yeah. And there's perhaps a reason for that. And Uh-oh. it's not really Is a version Rohibos? of anything. <laughs> it's not robust. <laughs> Uh, but similar. So this is a South African hazy IPA. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they nailed it. <laughs> Tastes exactly <laughs> like Trillium. That's white stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes uh, just like Trillium. Um, so, um, no, it doesn't, JC. Don't so get So much lactose. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lactose in here, a lot of coffee. Turns out uh, you can carbonate lactose powder. <laughs> so this beer uses 100% South African ingredients. Cool. Start to finish. All right. Um... It is, so the barley was malted at the brewery, floor malted. It's the first time they'd ever floor malted the... the it's Orval! The <laughs> <laughs> bottle. It's not um, Orval, yeah. It's uh, it's a wild ferment, um, yeast sort of uh, isolated from the surrounds. It's in the Cape Winelands, about an hour from Cape Town. The brewery's called Soul Barrel, and they... Do you want to read the... Um, 
they specialize in, they do IPAs, but they also specialize in, in barrel aged wild stuff. I really, this is the smallest writing in the world. I know that's why. That's why <laughs> oh, I gave yeah, it. To, that's why I gave it to you because I can't. I can't I read can't that. Read and Lord knows either. that uh, mustache over here can't. But uh, uh, I've given it to you, you upside down. I, Hold on, I'll read. It. You no, know, I think it's actually though it's generic. The 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 thing is is oh, kind it's of, just generic. It's copy. Generic, like we I saw it. I saw it was eight and a half percent, and I saw that they said that they brew with soul. So yeah, they do brew with soul. Yeah. So what I know Not about plural, this beer because otherwise that would is, just be. Um, do they vacuum distill the soul or do they heat distill? We, we the soul? take the souls. No, it's it's dry sold. It's dry sold. Dry okay. sold. Right. Yeah, I've tried that. Um, I've never so had success. The with it. base beer was a saison. I know that much. Okay. Um, and yeah, wild ferment. Uh, the hops. Is there no fruit in it? Hop, no. Interesting. Uh, no, actually, that well, there's no there's no fruit, but it was. It was dry feinbost, which is similar to rooibos, but different. So it's um, like a, a, a plant uh, species, I guess, in the Western Cape. Um, so citrus feinbost. So it was really a very sort of South African beer. Um, and this recently won, um, it won at the African Beer Cup. So which is the competition that we like. The, that's my this competition. Yeah. <laughs> wow, she really tied it up. That was the host. Fucking really it. good. Fucking nailed it. Um, really good. So it's it won a gold medal, and then all the gold medals go up against each other, and this one best in show. So the official title was best beer in Africa. Uh, the judges wow. loved it. Some of whom were well, one was local, two were from the states, one was from Belgium, and, and one was from Italy. Who, who did you wait, have on your best of panel from the, from wait, the U.S.? How did two guys? Oh, you mean the judges? The judges. I was yeah. like, how did two guys from America get in the best in Africa? Thing? Well, funnily enough, the brewery is American. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's from. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't New matter because he's not. He's not a fanboy, so I don't really care. No, no, but he used to work. I think he used to work for New Belgium many We've years heard ago. Of that. But he's beat. Yeah, have you heard this of kind of this kind of tracks. This is like. Yeah, that definitely is, makes sense. Yeah, this is like but Peter Burkhart was. Yeah. The, the, the Peter Peter was busy talking about beer while this guy was making it. Yeah. The interesting thing about. <laughs> <laughs> the cool yeah. thing about You're him. You're not wrong. So he's uh, he's that's an American me, dude. <laughs> expat living in South Africa, but he is the biggest. Um, uh, I, I, the only word I can think of is fanboy again, but for South African ingredients, like okay. he, he like yeah. really pushes South African ingredients and believes that, that the way forward in South Africa is by using our local ingredients, not trying to copy what everybody else is doing. I love it. Um, so yeah, it, it's like it's very cool what he does. He's like isolating yeast. He flormo- He's got this old winery. Uh, um, his brewery's in an old winery. And he's floor malting his, his, he buys raw barley and malts it at the brewery and stuff. He's just doing some really cool stuff. Um, And for a beer that's 100% South African ingredients to win the competition was really cool because typically people are copying American styles. So so in in that round, how many beers make it to that round? So this year we had 10 gold medals. So 10 gold medals. And by the way, I like that. Uh, th- wow, this is going to make me digress. We need to do this on a different show. I don't want to ruin Lucy's show with this. But the whole didn't get a gold and silver in the Allagash category. Yeah, do you we hear had, about this We had World this conversation Cup? because so we, have, so we, we judged a BJCP. So there's 34 possible gold, silver, bronze. One gold, one, gold, one silver, one bronze per category. Okay. But there's... Um, score thresholds right so but wh- and wh- only 10 got gold and i thought there was going to be a bit of a you know but what was interesting to me on that discussion when this all happened and i'm just learning it because i fuck no offense to you and your entire business plan but i fucking hate beer competitions um You're i hate art competitions. to come and judge with us anytime no, i will judge <laughs> i will judge everything but i just i just hate art competitions there's no art in art competition you're, you're, you're looking for the middle or the wicked outlier and neither is success in creativity you would actually but, probably like judging something so but hold Pete on, but Sosberg hold on. was down with you right. uh, Pete's but wicked you get to hang out with Pete you'd like that is that a good thing the, the, the whole but I guess what I'm saying is when this amazing <laughs> so all of a sudden I learned a ton about that system because of this drama right so somebody wrote down mm-hmm. here's how it's supposed to be and I read it all I'm like okay so to be gold you have to have hit every single one of these boxes and if something doesn't hit one of these boxes it can't be gold and then for me, that argument is then everything that every, hit every one of those boxes has to be gold 
if that's the measurement you're stu- yeah. you're going by. And that's the interesting discussion I have. Like now it doesn't bother me that there's a gold medal if everybody that ticks every box can get the gold medal. If then you're saying you have to tick every box and we're going to pick our favorite, you're going against your own, you know what I mean? So that was a thing that just occurred to me in American beer judging when this thing happened cuz here here's what I'm going to say is uh I want to see if Justin is paying attention and listening to this episode. Again, yep. one per episode? And, this is your new thing, like and, Justin and bombs? Justin, and Justin, <laughs> uh, let's have Rob or Jason come on to talk about their bronze medal whiteout. So just so you know the story we're talking about, um, Allagash, I think, almost makes the world's definitive mm-hmm. whiteout yeah. at this point. You and they this. got bronze. Yeah, no, no, we, yeah. we had this. Okay. The, we had this conversation okay. with the judges yeah. because I said, "Oh God, we haven't got many bronze, uh, sorry, gold medals." And one of the judges came and said, "Oh, it's like Alagash all over." And I was like, "Because <laughs> it happened basically while I was organizing okay. the African Beer Cup, so I was right. completely out of the loop. I hadn't been yeah. on social media. You had a couple of judges that left the World yeah. Beer Cup to come to yeah. the African Beer Cup this year. Yeah, this is honestly the first time I've given any fucks about the medals at the GABF, and I'm more fascinated by. Which this was not, but yeah. (laughs) What was it? It's the World Beer Cup. Stop, same thing. Um, (laughs) It is. It's just held in a different city as opposed to Denver. Anyway. um, Just here. I'm just here for I guess what I'm saying is after doing the research for why this was interesting, I was like, oh. The COVID Brewers Cup. The internal logic doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, Like if it's like a first, second, and third, or is it gold, silver, bronze? You know what I mean? And that that's a new thing I want to explore in this whole world. But okay. sorry. Justin's going to get us this. I digress. Basis. Come on, Justin. Do some work for a change. Yeah. Um, I, I guess Thanks we should tie on. up. But yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming all the way from South Africa. Yeah. Why are you really here? Like, it's not still this <laughs> I literally though, paid me sure. for this. I'm going ah. home tomorrow. John, you paid her I'm for done. this? Pay me for this, goddammit. Patreon.com slash steal this beer. <laughs> if you do, would like us get to get all you some money to show up at his own brewery. 42 hours on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what's, what, why are you in America? Yeah, why, well, I don't yeah, think we've talked about that at all. That is such an American the, uh, question to ask. What's your purpose? Okay, my purpose yeah. in America. Well, dude, they ask you that at every border in the world. That's not an American question. Why are you in Norway? Business or pleasure? They didn't ask Lucy any questions here. Uh, the reason I'm here is to go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm judging uh, in a competition in Mexico next week. So it's all fun. the things that you, you know, so you, I'm, yeah, I'm here for judging to mostly. See shit. That's cool. And then I ended up extending my trip because um, Homebrew Con is happening in Pittsburgh in at the end of June. Yeah. And so I applied to speak. And so I'm speaking about um, traditional African beer cool. at Homebrew Con. Um, I want to go to that seminar, and I hope that we're not at the same time because I'm also speaking at HomebrewCon about Rauk beer. I don't think we're at the range. I've seen. I'm up against Stan Hieronymus and Keith Filler, so I. And I, it's, I think it's, you're gonna win. I've heard both of them talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's well, just talking. We're doing yeah. these <laughs> So I was saying to Joe, like my my bags are really heavy because I brought uh, 15 kgs of of. Um, beer uh no of of grain with me because the malted sorghum that you use in traditional <laughs> that's in my beer. trunk right now yeah. <laughs> just so you know when you hand it to them in their hand they only need one pellet each <laughs> 15 kilograms are you expecting seven hundred thousand people in this thing from 15 kgs <laughs> we're gonna get like 20 liters wow, maybe that's amazing but uh so that that's <laughs> you're a little jealous right that's now what you want to I want. I want yeah, those. You're gonna. You're, yeah, you're gonna text I've, I've your guys tippy. to break into I'm my car. Guys, go steal that yeah. shit. And put it. <laughs> make sure you bust Hall's window too, well, just then, to make it. Well, look then I'm like honored. It. Thanks for stopping yeah. here. I'm glad I. Could, I'm glad I could share some beers with you. And thanks for joining us. Like I said, when John imports somebody, it's always a fun show. And I think these are both fun these, shows. Yeah. The last you. thing I'll say is, if you so next week when you listen to last week's episode, right? Um, <laughs> what? We're, uh, huh? Huh? What did he th- DeLoreans. People need DeLoreans. Only he can That's see it, through yeah. that. Only he can see through that. Patreon.com but, uh, slash steal this beer so that we too can what purchase level, a DeLorean. What level do you need to get Augie's imagination? Um, but I guess I guess what I say is at some point we, we pitched you a job writing for John Hall about touring and writing about beer and, and rediscovering ancient Asian traditions and African traditions and bringing them forward a la Tony Bourdain. 
And uh, the good news is I think you're well on that trip to Mexico, and John should pay you for an article. <laughs> uh, um. Patreon.com slash <laughs> all about beer. Stop advertising yeah. Andy's shit on our show. All right, then you stop talking about both. Fucking Andy. <laughs> That's it. I finally have something There's a to difference. talk about. I finally have something to talk about. the best of all time. And all, all about beer, beer, and all about beer is the OG. To be. Is the OG. <laughs> Lucy, thank you for boats. making I'm going to get you a boat. Yeah, right yeah we're going to get you a boat. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you. It's right. been awesome. Get get at us, us y'all. Yeah.
All right. Get out of seal. Later. Cheers.